Helping you build a better brand through the fusion of form and function. This is the Rightly Designed Show. Hello and welcome to the program. This is the Rightly Designed Show and my name is Thomas. In this episode, I'm going to take some time to discuss a app that I found a little while back that actually led me to drop Dropbox. Or I should say, it didn't lead me to drop Dropbox. It more was something that I finally found as Dropbox wasn't quite working out for me. Uh, So just a little bit of a forewarning in this episode. We're going to get a little bit technical, but uh, I do want to make it a habit every now and then to dedicate an episode to a specific tool. Now, sometimes that tool uh, will be to help with design, sometimes with marketing, sometimes with branding, other times with uh, WordPress, and sometimes just with productivity. So in this particular episode, the tool that we're going to take a look at will help with productivity. Now, sometimes I'm going to explore a tool that is free, other times paid, but it's always going to be something that's useful that I've personally tried and that I recommend after testing it. So to give you a little bit of background, uh, I'm a, I've been a pretty uh, long-term Dropbox user. I've used Dropbox for years. Uh, I've used it for my all my design work as well as all my you know my personal files and videos and all sorts of different things you know pictures. And it's worked great for the longest time. It was actually just one issue that just kind of I guess you could say the straw that broke the camel's back, and that was just this issue that kept arising. Or it would display this message that said downloading file list. Now, if you're familiar with Dropbox, you may have seen this before, or you'll click on the Dropbox menu navigation, it'll drop down, and it's not syncing any files, it's just spinning, and it says downloading file list. For me, this would happen on multiple devices for like an hour and sometimes longer, and it wasn't it didn't really appear to be doing anything. There were again, there were no file syncing, and it would just eat up my computer's resources, you know, memory. And so when I'm working in a design platform or on a design, you know, in design software, it would slow it down and it caused a lot of problems for me. So this problem was kind of twofold in the sense that, number one, it slowed things down. Number two was that I used used Dropbox pretty regularly in order to share files. So what I mean by that is, you know, I'm constantly creating you know, book cover designs and website mockups and WordPress theme mockups and all sorts of different images or PDFs that I just need to be able to send to my clients for review. So for the longest time, I used Dropbox for that. And it was seemingly simple in the sense that I'd upload or export a you know, PDF or a JPEG, you know, give it a minute or two, and then I could copy and paste the link into an email. Uh, but the problem was that this downloading file list thing was literally taking me 10 minutes to be able to just get to a point where I could copy and paste the link. Now I could go to dropbox.com and upload it there, but it was just one of those things where uh, I was too much of a hassle, didn't really want to go through that. And that may be my, on my own issue, my own workflow, my own stubbornness, whatever that is. So, (laughs) but um, from the perspective of productivity for me, it was just slowing things down in overall. And I just needed to find something else. So I ended up turning to a external hard drive of all things. So I went out and purchased an external hard drive, and it was like 2.5 gigabytes, and you know, it worked great for a while. 
But as you might have guessed, an external hard drive has some limitations in the sense that, sure, you got all your files there, but the problem is that eventually you may need to sync those to another device. So what if I have a, you know, a file that's on my desktop or, you know, on my desktop or my laptop, and I need to be able to access it on my phone, an external hard drive is not going to solve that problem. So I ended up uh, going on the hunt for something else. Um, what I did find along the way, what I've been using for quite some time now, to solve the problem of sharing files, so I'm actually going to give you two tools in this particular episode, but what I found was a tool called CloudApp. Now, CloudApp, uh, be forewarned, is only for Mac. So if you're not a Mac user, unfortunately, can't help you out there. I think there is an alternative to CloudApp for Windows. I'm not familiar with it myself in terms of how many features it's replicated of CloudApp. But if you are a Mac user, I highly recommend CloudApp. Um, they have a free account that you can get, which allows you to upload 10 files, uh, 25 megabyte max. But the bottom line is, it's just a service that allows you to quickly upload and share files. So that was what I was a big part of what I was using Dropbox for, aside from the syncing, was just needing to be able to send people files. So I can upload a file to Cloud App, and the way that it works is in your menu bar, there's a little cloud icon. And so you just take a file, a zip file, you know, an audio file, a video file, a JPEG, a PDF. You know, you just drag this file up to that icon, you wait for it to upload, and it automatically uh, clips or it automatically copies a URL or a link to your clipboard that you can then share. So this has become pretty much an integral part of my workflow now. So whenever I'm working up you know, a proposal or I've got a new concept ready for a client to review, I always drag and drop my file up to the Cloud app, and then I have a copy and paste it into the email. Another way this comes in really handy, if you're not like me and you're not you know, a designer or developer and you're not really throwing around big files that you need to share all the time, it works great as a replacement for email attachments. Now, there's two reasons for this. Number one is it saves the hard drive space that you have for your email client. Depending on where you're hosting your email, if you're using Gmail or something like that, you've got tons of space, maybe not a problem. If you're using a different host, your own custom domain, they don't give you tons and tons of space or you just want to be really uh, conservative with what you're using, uh, you can, instead of emailing you know, a 5, 10 megabyte file, you can drag and drop it up to Cloud App and then share the link. Now that's one, one aspect of it, is the, safe, the, the space that you'll actually save. The other aspect of it is the fact that it's got built-in media viewing capabilities. So what I mean by that is that if I upload a PDF and the PDF isn't gigantic, uh, the, the person will actually be able, when they click the link, they can read the PDF directly on that Cloud App link. So it's, it, what it does is it actually... Uh, lays it out so they can directly read that uh, that PDF right there. And I think it does the same thing for Word documents. I'm not sure. No, it does it for PDFs. Same thing for images. So if you if Sony clicks the link, they can just it takes them to a page that's just got that image isolated where they can view it. They can click to zoom it in on it, that sort of thing. It's got a video player. So if you upload a video, the person will be directed to a page where they can actually click play, adjust the volume, go full screen, so just an isolated video. Same thing for audio, so if you just want to upload an audio file. And then you can also uh, directly link to the file itself where you're able to you know, 
use it for hosting purposes. Speaking of which, I've actually even used, I actually use CloudApp now to host this podcast. As you might have guessed, very versatile, can do a lot with it. And there's something to be said for just having a place that you can throw files at. Don't have to worry about the organization and just share it. So it works really great for that. Not great for finding files later. So again, this isn't something that you would use as a replacement for Dropbox or a file syncing service. This would be something that you would use specifically for sharing your files. Okay, so for my particular uh, service, as I mentioned, they've got a free version. So I'd recommend you just go to rightlydesigned.com slash podcast slash five. And in the show notes, I'll link to CloudApp. So you'll be able to uh, go to the website, do a little bit more research. Um, but they have a free version, as I mentioned, as 10 files that you can upload per day, 25 megabytes per file, which isn't massive, but good if you just want to use it as a replacement for email attachments. Two gigabytes of bandwidth that they allow uh, per drop per day. You can do 30 seconds of screen recording. Another feature that's built into uh, Cloud App that's really great is you can do screen captures. You can also record GIFs and video of your screen and it uploads automatically so that comes in handy as well the one i currently use is i think the fourth the third tier uh, paid plan which enables me to upload unlimited files per day three gigabytes max per file and then 40 gigabytes uh, 40 gigabytes of bandwidth per drop per day unlimited screen sharing or screen recording and all of that so it's really affordable if you decide to pay for it. Otherwise, the free version works great. Again, if you're just looking for a place that you can throw files and be able to share them quickly and easily, highly recommend it. It also does annotations. So if you have a screen capture and you just want to be able to quickly and easily be able to you know, point some things out on that image, you can add arrows and notes and circle things. And so it's all built in as well. So check that out. Go to rightlydesign.com slash podcast slash five and again i'll leave that uh, i'll leave a link to that in the show notes you're listening to the fusion of form and function this is the rightly designed show okay if you're a windows user you don't have to feel left out what we're going to what i'm going to discuss now is the primary app that i referenced earlier it's an app called sync now for me sync became my Dropbox alternative. So why did I switch to Sync? Well, first of all, I found it a little bit odd because as I had mentioned, I'd been doing a little bit of research trying to find something that I could use to replace Dropbox with. Um, but Sync, I don't. I came across that. I can't even remember how after doing quite a bit of searching. Uh, but it's just, it seems to be very little known. Few people seem to know about it. Few, fewer people, not, not too many people seem to use it aside from maybe the tech world or designer or developer people like me, but I found that it's an excellent alternative. So there's a few reasons why. The first of all, it's free. So you can go, you can download the app, you can install it, and you can start using it now for free. If you don't like it, you can uninstall it. It's just that simple. Um, so it's just an app that does syncing similar to the way Dropbox does, but in my opinion, it actually does a better job. So the first reason is because it does not utilize the cloud. So uh, what it does is it actually is a peer-to-peer syncing uh, mechanism, which means, for example, if you're using Dropbox, the way that it works is that Dropbox 
uploads files from your computer to the Dropbox servers, which is commonly known as the cloud, and then the server downloads it to other devices. So you have to wait for the file to upload to the server, then download to the other files. Well, Sync doesn't have a cloud service, doesn't have a server to sync to. So rather than syncing to, uh, so rather than going to a server and then down to a device, it just goes straight from one device to another. It's it way faster. It's actually up to 16 times faster than cloud syncing services. So part of the reason is because it skips the cloud altogether. Uh, the other reason is because they've done a really good job of streamlining, streamlining and optimizing the syncing process. They've got a lot of things built in that have made that really, really powerful. Now, another part that kind of goes along with that uh, is that it uses, it's able to use a local network. So if you're in the same building with your desktop and your laptop and you're working on a file, it syncs even faster. It doesn't go out to the internet you know, and come back in. It just all does it within your local network. I think a Dropbox does that too. It's called LAN transferring. Um, Sync has that as well. But even if you're not inside the same building, I've noticed a dramatic difference in speed in how it's able to handle really big files. So if you're working with smaller files, you may not notice much of a speed difference. But if you're like me and you happen to be working with, you know, Photoshop files or video files or audio files, uh, it comes in uh, pretty handy because it, it syncs really, really fast. So another great part about it is that even if you don't have internet access, and I don't know if Dropbox does this one or not, but even if you don't have internet access, it can still sync within your local network. So again, it does that really well. And it's very intelligent uh, with the way that it does its its syncing mechanism. So I mentioned previously one of the the parts that I didn't like about Dropbox was the um, downloading file list error that's, or not error, but message that seemed to be constant and didn't seem to do anything. Great thing about Cloud App, it's very lightweight and it's smart about, a, about the way that it syncs. So also it's really secure. Um, of course it's all encrypted, but because it's bypassing the cloud, uh, the cloud has its, you know, its pros and cons. The pro to using a cloud is that technically you have an offsite backup of all the files that you're syncing. So that part is nice. The downside is that you have a you have all your files on a third party. So you always have the risk of that, you know, being broken into or hacked or data loss. If it's a bigger company, the odds of that happening are lower, but the odds are still, you know, it is still possible you're entrusting your data to a third party. With Sync, you're not doing that. You are in charge of your own data since it's not being uploaded to an actual, you know, server or host. It's just uh, flying between your different devices. You're in charge of everything. So kind of depends on what you prefer. But uh, if security is kind of your thing, it's probably the one of the most secure ways you can actually transfer content or, you know, files and folders between different devices. So it's secure, it's fast. Um, another thing that it's, that's great about it is that it actually works across tons of different devices. So, uh, of course, it works with Mac and PC. It also works with iOS and Android, but it works with things like the Kindle Fire. It works uh, with Linux and Drobo, Seagate. Tons of different things that you've never heard of. Um, 
but it's really compatible with a lot of these different devices and it's it's pretty easy to set up. There's a little bit more of a learning curve than working with something like Dropbox. You have to install it and kind of, you know, set up a folder and, you know, sync and share the folder, but once you get it up and running, it's super super handy. Um, especially when you're looking for something that shares shares files really quickly. Now, on top of just being able to sync with your own devices, it does that. You're also able to share and sync folders with other sync users. So what I'm able to do is set up a folder on my computer and share that folder with somebody else. Now, sync will allow me to uh, determine the privileges that that person has so I can determine if they're able to read and write in that folder. Are they able only to just read? And then the way that I share it is it generates a secure link which I then can send to that person via email or whatever uh, avenue I want to do. And then I can determine uh, how many times I want that particular link to be used and I can also determine how long I want it to last. So I could say only allow that link to be used once, or I can say if I'm sharing it to three people, only allow it to be used three three times. Or and then I can also, on top of that, say you know after three days, I want this link to expire so it no longer works. So uh, they also make that that process again very secure, uh, but they also allow you to uh, easily share and sync folders with other people. So really handy for that, and it's worked really really well for me. One kind of added thing, and this kind of goes back to the speed thing. Uh, one of the things that has come uh, become tantamountly useful for me is how it handles large files. So I already mentioned it's fast, so that you know that much is great. But what makes it even faster is that when you're working with a really large file, like let's say, oftentimes I'm working with like a 250 megabyte Photoshop file. The problem with most syncing services is that once you make a teeny change to that file, as to upload the entire thing to the cloud, so all you know, the all 250 megabytes have to hit their servers. Then those 250 megabytes have to download to the other devices and replace the old file. What Sync does is it detects what specific parts of the file are changing, and it only updates those specific pieces of the file. So if you're making small changes to a 250 megabyte file, don't gotta wait an hour or however long that takes over your internet connection. You just have to wait a couple of seconds for it to update the file on the other end. So again, there's a lot of little things worked in like that. Uh, of course, the price pay, uh, can't really beat the price point. It's free. I currently use the free version myself. However, they do also have a pro version, which is just a one-time fee of, I think it's $40. So you can also uh, get the pro version. The pro version allows you uh, to be able to do selective sync. So rather than, you know, if you've got a desktop that has significantly more hard drive space than your laptop and you only want your laptop to sync certain files, the pro version will allow you to do that. And there's, they've also got some added um, file sharing options and control that they give you as well. Again, it's a one-time fee. So it's not like Dropbox or other cloud sharing services where you have to pay a monthly fee. It's just if uh, if you just want those extra features, you pay one time and then you've got them added on. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of uh, idea of, of how uh, Sync can come in handy. Again, this is just kind of something I stumbled upon as I was looking for different options or alternatives to Dropbox. So I recommend you just give it a try. It's free. 
go download it. Just go to rightlydesigned.com slash podcast slash five. And also just uh, leave me a quick comment to let me know what you think. Uh, if you've worked with Dropbox or with another file sharing service, I'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback, what's worked, what you know, what hasn't worked, what you've run into. So you can do that. If there's a tool or something that you've been looking for to help improve your workflow, you can visit rightlydesigned.com slash contact. I'd be happy to let you know if one I've found, or if there isn't one I've found, I'd be happy to do a little bit of research, hunt one down, and turn that into its own episode. So that's going to conclude this episode. I really appreciate you listening. Again, I recommend you visit rightlydesigned.com slash podcast slash five to see the show notes, as well as the links to these different resources. And uh, I look forward to sharing more useful tools, tips, and resources on the Rightly Design Show. Thanks again for listening. Be a part of the show. Contact us at rightlydesign.com slash contact with your questions, thoughts, and feedback. To read the show notes from today's episode or find previous episodes, visit rightlydesign.com slash show.